Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. Hey guys, Ralph here. A couple of weeks ago, uh, if you listened to the podcast, I had my friend on Aaron Kimball. We talked about family businessmen. It was a great interview. Go back and look at it, but I, I'll, and I, I'll go back and listen to it. But I wanted to have him back on here today. Aaron, what's going on, brother? Not much. Very excited and, and very grateful I get to be back today. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're back. And listeners, excuse my voice. I had a sinus infection. I don't know. I had a sinus infection. That's all I know. But we're coming towards the end of it. So I just hope my my voice is back before Sunday, before I have to get up in the pulpit and preach again. But but Aaron, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for being a part of the Unstoppable Network. Now, we talked to we before we talked about family businessmen and we talked about juggling that and what that looks like. But you have a very unique story that I wanted to talk about. Um, something happened with you, your wife, your daughter. Um, how many children do you have? I have five and me and my wife have four together. Okay. And this happened so. with one of your daughters. And I, I want to talk about it. And unstoppable listeners, you got to hear this story. And we're going to dive into it. Set the scene for us, Aaron. What happened? And uh, let's, let's dive into it. What happened? Talk to us. All right. So uh, I'm the one that makes all the money. Yeah. And su- supports my family. My wife stays at home, takes care of the kids. She home, she's doing homeschooling. So three years ago, October the 4th, which we're right there on, my wife called me one day and I was working and she said, hey, um, you know, one's not feeling good. And then take a step back. We talk about faith and really having faith. Sure. But it's times in your life where your, your faith actually going to get tested. And if yes, you don't sir. have the f- unstoppable faith, you could break down in those times. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I just wanted to kind of go back and touch that because when you get a phone call about something's not right, you've got to have something to grasp a hold of. Yeah. And in that day, it was started out like no big deal. My wife always calls me and says, Hey, when the kids ain't feeling good, I'm going to the doctor. And I was just like, okay, no big deal, whatever. But as that day went on, she kept, she called me again and said, she's still not doing good. And then I got the phone call of, Hey, we're taking her to the hospital because her oxygen level dropped really low. So I still like, Oh, this ain't no big deal. It's just something's wrong. Well, we got to the hospital and they didn't know what's wrong with her. And they could tell something was going on with her lungs. And they admitted us in that night. Well, about three o'clock in the morning, I remember getting woke up and they're moving us from, just being in the hospital, being admitted into ICU. And the next day, you know, they told us, hey, we're going to go take her in the OR and we're going to do a, a bronchoscopy on her. And I t- looked at my wife and said, hey, I'm going to run home, get us some clothes because we're probably going to be here a little while because we had no clothes. We had nothing. Right, right. And uh, so we went, so I went, ran back to the house, got us some clothes, ran back. And I really wasn't worried because I didn't think nothing was going to be that bad. And then I get back to the hospital and we're sitting there and they call us back to a room and we're sitting all in this room, me and my wife 
and her sister. And about that time, I think there was four people that walked in, four or five, I don't know, it was quite a few. There was a doctor, a couple of doctors, a chaplain, and a social worker. I was like, hmm. oh no, this can't be good at all. And then they go to tell us that while she was in the operating room and they were checking out one lung, her other lung collapsed, which then put her into cardiac arrest, which means she died for, and then went on for five minutes. My goodness. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty overwhelming at the time. Now, how, how old is she at the time? Two. Two years old. Two years old. Yeah. You're talking about faith being tested. It's one thing. When, when it has to do with you. It's another thing when it's a child and now that, and then a child that's two years old, your own child. I, I can't imagine how you felt seeing the chaplain, seeing social workers, seeing everybody walk in to give you that kind of news. So what's your heart feeling right now? I hear it in your voice right now. I know what you were feeling. Explain it to us. Yeah, it was probably one of the toughest times yeah 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 and my wife broke down still hard today but anyways so the doctors said look we need to do this emergency emergency thing right now and we don't know if it's going to work or not work and i said okay then why are you asking us why are you asking me what you need to do if you need to do it do it well, we need you to sign this piece of paper because we don't want to be liable. I said, well, give it to me. And I signed it. And then we just sat there because we didn't know at that point in time. Yeah. Well, a little while went later and they come back and said, well, we got her stable. We got everything back. But we don't know if this is going to work or not. You can be here for a month and be here for six months. We have no idea. But they put her on a machine that took the place of her lungs. So it took out her blood and recirculated it and put oxygen back in it, put, took out the carbon dioxide, put oxygen back in it. And she was on that. And me and my wife were both like, I don't know, but my wife, it messed with her the most. Take your time, brother. Take your time. But the cool thing about it was I made a promise with God. I said, do not let her come out of surgery alive and then let her die later. Don't do that. But I knew when she came out of surgery, everything was going to be okay. Amen. And the coolest thing about the whole experience, because we were in there for 30 days, almost the whole month of October. Wow. And when we left, they had to, they, took, they would take her back in there multiple times and uh, check her lungs, check everything. And when we walked out, I remember, when, I think he was, he was one of the doctors that was in there at the operating room at the time because there were like 25 or 30. And he looked at us and said, she is a true miracle. God is the one that saved her. And when you operate in today, you got to have faith in what you're doing and what the Lord has, has you doing. And here's the coolest thing about it. You will never guess what her name is. 
What's her name? Faith. Wow. Wow. So talk to us, man. And I know I know it's painful to, to go back and visit that day. Um, but I, I know every October you think about it. And that was four years ago. Um, um, before we go back to it, Faith is Faith is happy and healthy now, running around yep. six years old. Amen. Perfect. Amen. Perfect. So so let's go back to that place Perfect. four years ago. You get the call and um, you're 30 days in the hospital. What was your prayer every day? Because I know you had a prayer. You're a praying man. What, what was your prayer every day? You have it all under control. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't worry about things because he has it under control, not me. How, how do you, how do you, and, and I want you to help the listeners. Some listeners are believers. Some listeners aren't believers. Um, how do you maintain that God you're in control and still keep your sanity about you still, still be the comforting, not only father, but you still have to comfort your wife. You still have other children. You still have other mm-hmm. children. So, so take us to that place there as, as you're running a business, your family, there's other children, you're still a husband, you're still the sole provider and you have a two-year-old recovering um, through something that was completely unexpected. What was kind of your routine there? What did you do daily? Is there, a, is there a system? Talk about what you did daily, your prayer life, your Bible study. What did you hold on to? to keep all of that together, because that's a, that's a heavy crown to wear. What you, what I have to do is everybody's going to have their own thing, right? Yeah. So what I do is, is I know that if I do the right thing, stay humbled, do what I know I need to do. Everything's going to work out at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't really matter. Everything else doesn't really matter. Right. So you have to stay strong because I stay strong in my faith and what I believe. So as long as I stay strong in that, everybody else around you will stay strong. You know, there's times you're going to break down. That's okay. That's part of it. Just know, feel your emotions. Know you have those emotions, recognize emotions and say, we got this. God got us. We'll move on. We'll be all right. Yeah. Did you have a support system? Did you were you able to confide and talk to other men around? Did you have a support system, or was it just you and your wife? No, no, we did. I mean, I don't know how many people were praying at the time, but a lot. So we had a huge support system. I had people that would reach out, make sure everything was okay, but. You know, and that's that's really good. But you have to internally go through those emotions, deal with them to be able to move on, because if you don't, you're going to live in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you're that's why you've got to have that such strong faith Mm -hmm. that you can't be broken. You're you're unstoppable because it's going to be in your life, in your business. And every day you got to be strong. Yeah. So four years out, we praise God. You're four years out of it. She's happy. She's healthy. Um, you, you, you look back at this time and what I, I know one of the greatest lessons was you have to have faith and keep the faith. There, there's always something birthed out of a hard time. What else was birthed 
out of you because of what you and your wife had to go through. What what else was birthed out of you through this? You know, life is short. Yeah. You know, we take for granted every day, right? You know, every day we take for granted that we wake up, we're going to go through today and go through tomorrow. Well, every day is not guaranteed for us. And we need to live each and every day to our fullest potential. You know, if we leave each and every day to our fullest potential, then we'll leave nothing behind. When we die, it's like we accomplished everything you want us to accomplish, God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way I, I walk in, try to walk in my life. Yes, I screw up. We all screw up, right? But if you continue to try to get better and get better and do what he's telling you to do, life gets a lot easier. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I make sure that I take the time for my family, for my kids, because you never know when it will be the last day. You have to cherish each and every day like it is the last day. Yeah. Each and each every, and every day, moment. Like, each and every moment, man, like it is the last moment. Uh, yeah. I, I know. Uh, talk about you and your wife's relationship. Did you grow stronger through this? Yes, we did. I mean, you know, in marriages, that would, would have been like our probably eight here because probably eight, seven or eight years. So, you yeah. know, you, you start out, you go rough and, and everything. It, it did make us grow a lot stronger. Sure. Sure. Together. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, in marriage, it's kind of like everything else. You know, it's about how you communicate. You right. got to have faith in each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. always the best at communicating. Right. So it helped us communicate better and able to talk because a lot of times we were sitting in the uh, Ronald McDonald house, didn't have nothing to do except to talk. Right. And sure. that's when we would talk. Sure. You know? Sure. So it actually brought us together more than we were before. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I know out of this has come some sort of teaching or class for, for family businessmen. I know the men cannot sit in your class without you expressing something to them. You you sit with with uh, with with guys who are running the show. You're sitting with guys that are pulled in every direction. They have a lot of things going on. When you get to this part of the class, part of the teaching, um, take me through some of that. You know, that's what I always tell everybody. You got to listen to your heart. Yeah. You got to listen to your heart because in my opinion, that's where God talks to us is to our hearts. And if we follow our hearts, we build that faith. That's where I think our faith is built from. It's from listening to our heart, listening to that. And then it flows to our mind. Yeah. Once we build that faith in our mind and we have that unstoppable mindset yeah. that we, yeah. can, oh, yeah. we can do anything we want to do. Yeah. Then life starts really changing for you. But if you if you did it the other way, if you listen to your mind first and it flows to your heart, your mind's going to tell your your heart you're not good enough. It won't work. Right. right. Can you do this? Right. So it creates yeah. doubt and fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff, that's, man. That's, that's what that's, what I really stick on right there is because once you once you can conquer that, then you can overcome anything else that you have to deal with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it still happens to me. I'm going to be honest with you. There are times when I go, man, what are you doing to me, God? I don't know if this is going to work or not, but I go, nope, you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's oh, it's October. Do you guys celebrate uh, this event? Do you guys come together as a family? I, I know I know. Faith probably doesn't even remember it, but do you guys come together as a family and, you know, and cel- celebrate this moment? We really, I don't know if we really talk about it a lot. We really don't talk about it a lot. 
because okay. it, it sticks with you like every day. Like you don't forget that. Yeah. And we really try to cherish ever, every day and every moment. Okay. So I know it kind of starts coming back up. Like when I looked at what day it was, I was like, holy cow, we're coming back on that. Yes. Kind of what got me going pretty good. So, yeah. you know, I don't usually say nothing about it because my wife can get pretty emotional about it still. Yeah. So, you know, we just, it, what the cool thing is, is some of uh, face first words were Jesus. Amen. 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 So, you know, when you, when you come up on the anniversary of a traumatizing experience, um, like, I don't know how to, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know how to give anybody advice on how to handle it. You know, um, November 3rd, this coming November, and I, and I, I feel it, anticip- I feel it building up in me. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my friend, but I guess I'm talking to the world too. It'll be the first year of my father's transitioning to heaven. My first year, my dad passing away, passing on. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say passing away, passing on. And I was there when he passed. I, I was there. I was reading scripture to him. God, let me have that moment. I was there when my dad took his last breath on this side. And man, it's where we at. We're in September. And I asked my wife the other day, because her parents, both her parents transitioned. I'm like, how, what, how, what am I going to feel it? What happens on that day? And I, I don't even know how to handle it right now, you know, as we move closer to it. I talk about it because it's there. Um, but I still mm. think it's part of the grieving process. And even though yeah. your daughter is, thank God, is still here, that traumatic experience still caused some grief. And that's still a grieving process. That's still, that still uh, was is a grieving period in, our, in your life, man. And and I, I don't have any advice as far as should you talk about it, shouldn't you talk about it? But I will give you this. Uh, Paul says everything by prayer and supplication. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep praying about it and, and keep praying forward. And I'll be praying your strength, man, you and your wife and your family. And, um, you know, uh, something something, something else might come out of this, man, and, and, and come through that experience, man, that yeah. um, what I'm finding out is the older I get, that our experiences aren't just for us. They're for others who might have to go or might be going through the same thing. You know, yeah. um, I feel your heart, man. I feel your heart because I, I've experienced pain. I feel your heart, man. And, and you know, you, you wanted to, you, you know, you that guy, you know, you the man's man. I hate to say it like that, but in this day and age, we have to. You the man's man, but I feel your heart, man. I feel your heart, brother. And uh, being a man of God and, and being a man of character um, doesn't mean that we won't experience pain. Mm-hmm. That we won't experience setbacks. So, you know, um, no, we definitely do set. We're going to have setbacks in our life, no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah. we're not guaranteed that this life is going to be easy. It's not easy, right? We're told it's not going to be easy. And when you go through those setbacks, it just builds you stronger for whatever you need to accomplish in this life, right? Yeah. yeah. So, if you take those setbacks and take that faith that you get from it and move it forward into whatever you're trying to accomplish, you you get to a point where nothing really bothers you no more. Like, you know, you can overcome things because you've been through things already. Yeah. And that fear, or the, it's really not fear, it's that anxiety, that feeling you get that you can't overcome it, you can overcome it. Yeah. You know, and, and we have to really rely on that faith because a lot of times, especially in business, we want to rely on our own understanding, right? 
And when usually when we try to rely on our own understanding, usually is when we fail the most, right? Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. At least that's what's happened to me. Yeah. So when we when we really have that faith and we can use that in our daily lives and in our in our business, I mean, you can take things to a whole nother level if you really want to. Sure. Sure. Yeah. If you and, really want and, to, that's the key. If you really want to. Exactly. Everything starts up in your mind. And, and if your heart is good and your heart is right and you, yeah. and you know in, in your heart that something's good and you know you need to do it, tell your mind, I can do this. You yeah. can do this. You can overcome it. Sure. You know, you can take your business from nothing to something or you can take, you know, working from somewhere to building your own. It's, it's been proven over and over again. But what do we do? We tell our mind. Our mind tells our heart that we cannot do it, right. which creates deer, doubt, fear, everything. But if yeah. we go from our heart to our head, it'll, it has faith. That gives us the faith that we can overcome and we can do it. Yeah. Hey, man, that, that's, that's powerful. Give my unstoppable listeners, man, some final encouraging words, man. Give us some encouraging words before we close out. Well, I'll tell you some. I'll tell them that what I told some people the other day. You are your own CEO of your life. Yeah. You have no limitations other than limitations you set on yourself. You were made in the image and likeness of God, Amen. and he has no limitations. So quit giving yourself excuses. You have no excuses other than you just don't want to get up and do it. Get up and do it. You'll be surprised what you can overcome when you decide to get up and do it. Amen. Amen. Aaron, as always, brother, as always, you came and poured out your heart and shared your heart and this blessed somebody. I know it certainly blessed me this afternoon, man. Um, tell my unstoppable community, how can they get in contact with you? Where can they find you? You can find me at, uh, you can go on Facebook and go to family businessmen and ask to join. If you want to do it that, or you can go to the Aaron and you can get a hold of me that way. You can send me an email that way, or you can join our next challenge that we're going to be having coming up in another week and a half. That's called Family Businessmen Challenge. And you can go to familybusinessmenchallenge.com and uh and register to, to be a part of it. The Aaron The Aaron Men, register for that. Ladies, you know, if you got a man in your life, a husband, fiance, whatever you got going on, push him over towards that. And let's become the men that God designed us to be. Let's put a smile on our creator's face. Aaron, thank you for your time, man. Thank you for, for being a part of this Unstoppable program. Thank you very much for having me. It's a blessing. Guys, if you haven't, go to my website, Ralph at ralphgravejr.com and uh, see what we have going over there. You can join the Unstoppable community and get videos and emails and things like that uh, to really encourage us on this journey. If you haven't, go pick up my book, Unstoppable, Barnes & Noble. Get off my website, too. Um, and uh, anywhere where fine books are sold, you can find it. Aaron, thanks again. Guys, I'll see you next time. This is Ralph. Let's be unstoppable together. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. 
Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the Unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week, I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.